Hello and welcome to the Proly Talks Hockey Podcast. In today's episode of the podcast, I am joined by a top 2021 NHL prospect in Logan Stankoven. Stankoven played for the Camp Loops Blazers last season and played with Connor Zari, who just got drafted by the Calgary Flames. And hope you enjoy this interview. This was a lot of fun, so let's get right into it here. So, starting off here, how old were you when you got into hockey? Um, that's a tough question. I mean, I think around the age of five, but um, I think my dad actually put me on skates at around three or four and uh, put me in skating programs and, uh, you know, just put me in, in any, any little things like that to help me with my skating. And then, uh, you know, once uh, organized minor hockey was, uh, you know, came around from my age that's when I joined up and just from there you know the love for the game grew all right and being from BC were you a Canucks fan growing up or were you not much into hockey I uh, definitely I was a Canucks fan um, I've I've always cheered for the Canucks and uh, I wouldn't say they're my favorite team but uh, you know definitely whenever they're on TV or I'm watching them uh, I'm definitely definitely gonna cheer for them so uh yeah, I've watched them growing up, and uh, you know, hopefully they can win a win a Stanley Cup someday here soon. All right, and growing up, is there any NHL players you kind of built your game off of, or kind of looked up to? Uh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, Sidney Crosby's a pretty pretty uh, easy guy to you know kind of look up to. You know, he's such a great role model. Uh, you know, for the the world of sports, and not not just hockey, but uh, you know, every other sport and. Uh, he's a great guy on and off the ice, so uh, definitely Crosby growing up. But uh, now I'd probably say a guy like Braden Point or uh, Jonathan Marshall. So just you know, being being a smaller guy, and uh, you know, they both those players have you know high hockey IQ and are very you know quick and fast. So uh, they're fun to watch. All right, and when you're on the ice, what would you say like two or three major strengths that you have? Um, on the ice, I'd probably say um, my shot and uh, my hockey IQ. That's uh, definitely probably the two things that, uh, you know, I think are, uh, you know, positives in my game and, you know, things that you know, I think stand out for me. So definitely those two. All right. And going into next season, you're coming up to your draft year. Is there any improvements you're thinking of making or changes to your game that you're going to try and implement? Yeah, for sure. This, uh, this past summer, I really tried to work on my foot speed and, uh, just my overall, um, speed, my first, first few steps. So, um, I really worked hard over the summer to, you know, improve that. And, uh, I think it's really paid off and, uh, hopefully I can showcase that, uh, this upcoming season. And did you find it a struggle to train this off season with the whole COVID situation? Uh, at first I did, uh, definitely just because, you know, gyms were shut down and rinks weren't open, but, uh, um, you know, going into summer, uh, things started to open back up, which was, you know, great to see. And, uh, I got back to training in the gym and on the ice. So, um, once things opened back up again, um, you know, it didn't really affect my training at all. So, uh, it's nice that things are, you know, open again and, you know, hopefully it stays that way. So now with the WHL, are you getting on the ice with the team or is that not quite happening yet? Uh, not quite yet. Um, I'm just kind of doing my own private, you know, 
uh, skates and practices uh, with just local guys here in town. So, um, no, nothing with my teammates as of yet. Um, but uh, I think, you know, I think after Christmas there, uh, things will start up. All right. And what's your favorite thing about being drafted by the Camp Loops Blazers? Uh, definitely being able to live at home. Um, I'm pretty fortunate. Uh, uh, you know, growing up, I always, you know, cheered for the Blazers. And, uh, you know, I always went to go watch their games when I was younger. So um, being able to play in my hometown is pretty special. And, uh, you know, in front of all my you know family and friends, um, you know, I've got lots of support. So I'm, I'm very lucky for that. All right, and looking back to your 2017-2018 season with Yale Hockey Academy, in 30 games you had 57 goals. Uh, can you kind of reflect on what really went right there and what the kind of program there is like? Yeah, the, uh, you know, the Yale Yale Hockey Academy program is first class and, uh, you know, it does everything right. Um, you know, it sets you up, um, you know, to go into the WHL, uh, you know, expecting to you know ready for the practices every single day um you know the games are on the weekends and um you know just kind of getting that exposure um of playing at Yale and uh you know going to high level tournaments and um you know it really sets you up well for you know potentially having a junior career in hockey or moving on to the pros so um I 100% recommend you know going to not just Yale but any hockey academy you know uh it's a great way to you know improve your game all right, and you said that it helps prepare you for the WHL so and leagues like that. So what would you say the major difference between, let's say, like a practice of a WHL practice and a practice at any other league you've played at? Um, I'd probably say definitely the intensity and tempo. Um, you know, our coach really expect, expects us, you know, come, come to practice ready to go and uh, – yeah, you know, there's certain practices where it's, you know, mainly systems or, you know, certain plays that we go over. But uh, for most part, you know, he wants wants to keep the intensity up and, um, you know, make sure we're going hard at, at all times. So, All right. And would you say you're a superstitious guy? Um, I've got a couple. Um, I'd probably say one of them is um, taping my stick uh, before, you know, each game. Um rolling out with a roller is definitely definitely something I like to do and then uh before games usually uh kick the ball around with the boys or uh you know stick handle and warm up my hands so those are you know probably some of my superstitious things that I like to do before a game all right and on the Blazers is there any teammates that you just really clicked with well since you're you're new you're newer to the league this this last year was your first full season was there any guys you really kind of clicked with uh yeah I'd probably say um you know, a guy like Caden Bank here or uh, Connor Zary. Um, you know, they're both great guys. And, um, you know, they're obviously great players, but, you know, even better guys off the ice. And, you know, they're fun to be around and, um, you know, really supportive. So um, those are definitely guys that, you know, I probably interacted with most. And, uh, you know, definitely guys that, you know, I look forward to seeing again soon. All right. And jumping back here a little bit. In 2012, you were invited to the Brick Invitational Tournament, and I don't think many people know what that tournament's kind of like. So, if you just want to give like a brief description about it, yeah, um, you know the Brick Tournament was awesome. Um, you know, I remember remember going to that tournament, and I was just in awe of you know 
all the different players from, you know, all across Canada and the United States as well. So it was really cool to kind of get that first taste of, uh, you know, I guess international play and uh, playing against guys from, you know, across across the you know the continent. So, um, you know, it's pretty pretty special to you know play play with and against some of those guys and uh you know it's a high level tournament and uh overall it was probably one of the most fun tournaments i've ever you know been to and been a part of so it was great all right and is there any guys you played against maybe there that you're playing with to this day or against that you remember yeah um caden banker was uh on that team bc brick team as well and now we're teammates on the blazers so um you know, he's definitely one of the notable guys that, you know, made that brick team. And, you know, now I'm end up, you know, fast forward to now and I'm playing with him on the same team. So it's pretty cool to look back on those things. All right. And how would you classify yourself as a player? Like, uh, here's some brief ones. Sniper, playmaker, two way forward or a power forward. How would you classify yourself? Uh, I'd probably classify myself as uh, a playmaker slash uh sniper um i mean i i try and bring you know both those attributes into my game um definitely you know having a good shot is important in my game but being able to make the right plays and um you know make nice passes to set up guys is definitely something that you know is important in in all players games so uh, i really try to you know implement both of those things into my game and uh yeah that's what that's uh you know what i'd classify myself as all right, so you wouldn't say you're more of a pass first or shoot first kind of guy. You kind of like mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I'd probably probably say a bit, maybe maybe a bit more of a sniper, I guess. But uh, I definitely like having both those things. Oh, okay. And what's your what's your favorite thing about the WHL? Um, I'd probably have to say uh, the games. I mean, who doesn't like playing games? So, uh, you know, having having all the fans come out and support us and cheer us on is, you know, pretty cool. Um, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of different sports don't get that, you know, that many fans come to their games. So, you know, having, uh, you know, close to, you know, 3000 people in your building, you know, for, for a season game is pretty special. And, uh, I'd probably say that and just the road trips with the boys. I mean, you create those relationships and those last for years. So it's pretty cool being around the guys and, uh, you know, getting to play games. And is there anything you're? Is there anything you like you don't really like? But like, it's not the worst thing in the world. But you're just not a fan of it in the WHL. Um, no, I mean the whole experience in the WHL is awesome. I mean, uh, it really prepares you. Uh, you know, it's one of the best junior leagues across, you know, the world. So, I think it really prepares you for the next step of uh, you know, hopefully playing pro hockey someday. And uh, no, I don't think there's anything that I dislike about the league at all. All right, and in the WHL, who would you say is the hardest goalie to play against, or like one of the hardest goalies to play against? I, uh, I mean, Dylan Grand on my team is a pretty tough goalie to score on, but uh, from opposing teams, I'd probably have to go with uh, Taylor Gauthier from Prince George or um, uh, Dustin Wolf from Everett. Uh, you know, they're both great goalies and uh, both different different style styles of play, I guess. You know for each goalie but uh they're both hard to score on and uh you know they're pretty pretty consistent all right and 
In your one year in the BC under 18 uh, division or whatever, in 38 games, you actually had 101 points. So that's that's a lot of points. How did you kind of manage that? Um, I think, you know, some of it had to do with my teammates too. Um, you know, my teammates, my line mates made great plays to me. And, um, you know, I was really, really lucky to, you know, have such a great season and a great year. Um, it's too bad we couldn't have went farther in playoffs, but uh, that was definitely one of the most, you know, fun seasons I've ever had uh, as a hockey player. So, um, yeah, the whole year was just, you know, fun. It was an adjustment at first coming from Bantam to, to midget hockey, but, uh, you know, as the season went on, it just got better and better, and uh, I just had, you know, a lot of fun. Do you think it really prepared you for the WHL game? Uh, yeah, I think so, for sure. Um, I'd probably just say, uh, you know, the, the style of play. Um, WHL uh, can be physical at some time, at times, so I think uh, – you know, the major midget league uh, was physical as well. So, um, you know, I think it really prepared me for, you know, that aspect of the game. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed playing, you know, in the BC major midget league. All right. And what's, what was one thing you may have struggled with this season in the WHL? Probably my consistency within my game. Um, the first half of the season, I wasn't too proud of myself and, you know, the way I showed up to play. So, uh, I think after Christmas, I really stepped it up uh, personally and, uh, you know, things just kind of took off from there. So uh, I was happy with the way, you know, personally my season ended. Uh, it was too bad that, you know, we couldn't have, you know, went into playoffs, but that, that was out of our control. And, you know, it was, it was really, really hard to hear that the playoffs got canceled and, you know, everything finished up the way it did. So. Um, you know, hopefully I can just, you know, take what I had last, you know, at the end of last season and bring it into this upcoming season. All right. And you said the playoffs got canceled. I've heard a lot of stories on how their coaches told them it was canceled. So if you could say kind of how you're like where you were or what happened when you found out it was canceled. Yeah, I was in uh, school, actually. And um, I think we got a text from our coach or our general manager basically saying that we have a meeting down at the rink. and we already kind of heard a few things here and there about, um, you know, COVID getting really bad. So, um, you know, I think, you know, once we got that text, we kind of knew that, you know, the season could potentially be over and canceled. So uh, we ended up meeting at the rink and uh, word got out that, you know, the season would be canceled. Um, you know, it was pretty disappointing. So what was one of the first things you did after it was canceled, like at home or, what you what was one of the first things you did you did? Um, I probably came home and broke the news to my parents. Obviously, um, that was probably one of the first things I did. And then, um, I still tried to keep active. Um, because when we found out that the league, you know, or the season had been postponed, there could, you know, we were start trying to stay optimistic as much as possible. And you know, maybe maybe down the road, um, you know, the league starts up again. But. Uh, that obviously didn't happen and um, just kind of led into summer. So it was pretty tough news, but uh, it was out of our control. All right. And you actually got to play for Team BC at the Canada Winter Games. How was that feeling, being selected? Yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, I know the Winter Games only happens every four years. So, um, you know, having the Winter Games – you know, as my birth year was pretty special, you know, just the whole experience and, um, 
getting to play against, you know, all the different provinces and territories was, was pretty cool. And, um, you know, just overall, it was a, it was a great tournament and uh, definitely a memory that uh, I'll remember for the rest of my life. All right. And the World Juniors is coming up. I know you're you're still 17, so I don't know if you really – have you been invited to any camps or is have you not really heard anything about that or are you just more looking for next year? Uh, as of yet, I haven't heard anything. But, um, you know, last season I ended up playing uh, the under – under 17 world championships in swift current and medicine hat and that was a pretty awesome experience and uh you know it was pretty cool putting on the canadian jersey so hopefully i get that chance i uh, you know if not if not next year then the following year so i uh, mm-hmm. hopefully just build up that and uh it'd be awesome to um you know play play in the world junior someday all right and it's it's your draft year so are you thinking a little bit about where you could be going or do you pay attention to scouting reports or draft rankings? Or are you one of those guys who doesn't really look at that? Um, I think, you know, it's good to look at it sometimes, but at the same time, it's also good to, you know, give yourself a break and, you know, not, uh, you know, not really look at those scouting reports or, you know, those rankings. But, uh, you know, I think looking at the scouting reports, you know, doesn't really hurt you. I mean, um, it's great to get insight from, you know, other people and scouts and coaches and, you know, maybe little things that you can work on. Um, you know, having that feedback is always good. Um, but at the same time, you know, if things aren't working out too well for you, um, I mean, sometimes it's just good to, you know, give give your mind a break and, you know, not really look at those things and pay attention to that stuff. And have you thought any bit about, like, any NHL teams that you'd really be hoping to go to? Or are you kind of one of those guys who doesn't really care where you're going? I mean, I could care less where I went. I mean, it would just be an unbelievable feeling to, you know, be drafted to, you know, no matter what team chooses me, I'd be, you know, over the top happy. So any team would be a dream come true for me. All right. And is there any NHL arenas that you're really looking forward to playing in potentially? Um, I'd probably say an arena like Las Vegas or, uh, you know, even in Nashville, um, you know, I mean, they have pretty loud barns and, you know, some crazy fans. So, um, I'd probably say, you know, being able to play there, uh, would be a pretty cool experience. And what are some major improvement or improvements that you feel you need to make before being ready for that next level, whether it be NHL, AHL, whatever league it may be? I'd probably say my consistency and then also uh, my foot speed. Um, you know, like I said before, the summer, I, I really tried to work mm-hmm. on that. And, uh, you know, I think that's something that I need to continue to work on. It's always good to, you know, keep your overall game, you know, in tip-top shape and, you know, to make sure that, um, you know, any of those little skills, uh, you know, can be used during a game, you know, that uh, you know, it would be good to, you know, keep up and just stuff like that. So I'd probably say those are the two main things is consistency and my foot speed. All right. So is there any NHL current players who you'd compare yourself to like as just rough comparison? Um, well, other than a Braden point or Jonathan Marsh. So I'd probably say, mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't know. I like, I like the game of, you know, Cole Caulfield. I know he's not in the NHL yet, but, uh, yeah. Um, he's a Montreal Canadiens draft pick and, uh, you know, he's pretty, pretty fun to watch and, uh, being a smaller guy, he's got a great shot and, uh, you know, sees the ice really well. So, 
that's probably a guy I'd like to, you know, compare my game after. All right. And I know you don't like the sca- – or you said you you don't mind the scouting report. So I'm reading one here, and they compare you to Mike Richards. So that's a, that's a pretty good comparison. So what do you really think about that, being compared to Mike Richards? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I grew up watching Mike Richards play, so um... – I mean, I can't really say too much on that comparison, but uh, mm-hmm. it's you know it's pretty cool to be compared to you know an NHL guy. So just uh, you know, hearing your name amongst you know Brad Richards is is pretty special. Is there anything that growing up did you ever struggle going to the rink, or like were you one of those guys who was always at the rink every game an hour early? Or did you some years just struggle to actually go there, like maybe in your younger years? No, not at all. I mean, I've loved the game um, ever since I was young. And whether it be, you know, being the first guy at the rink in the morning or, you know, the last guy to leave the ice, um, that was definitely something that, you know, I took pride in. And anything that I could do to, you know, make me a better player was something, you know, I always wanted to wanted to stick around the rink or do the extra to get better. All right. And I'm reading here that you're doing a series with a scout named Jeff Ray called Draft Diaries, like your profile, yeah. like where you're collaborating with him. Could you just say a little bit about that for anyone who might not, who's listening, who might not know what that means? Yeah, it's like a little draft, you know, diary basically about, um, you know, mm-hmm. leading up to the draft. I um, you know, hopefully all, you know, things work out really well and, you know, I could potentially, potentially be drafted, but uh, it's just basically, you know, a deeper deeper look at you know inside my training and uh and you know my practices and you know what i've experienced you know playing in the whl and attending you know the u17 championships just you know the whole experience and um yeah just gives you know a really detailed look and into what you know i've been going through so far so did did he approach you? Did you get a you got approached by someone else, or did you approach them, or how did that really kind of start? Um, Jeff reached out to me actually, and uh, first off, he contacted my dad, and you know my dad kind of spoke to me about it, and then um, you know I think I contacted Jeff back, um, you know, asking him what it was all about, and you know he explained that to me, and um, you know I seemed really interested in in into you know doing the draft diaries with him, and. Uh, and uh, I think it's, I think it's month, monthly features and diaries. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, pretty cool that he reached out to me and, you know, I appreciate him doing that. So my next question here, when you were going back to when you were in the BC major midget league, you racked up quite the amount of awards here or accolades. So you had, you were on the all-star team. You had the most assists with 52, most goals with 49, most points 101, and you were the player of the year. How did that really feel? Like, cause you were, you were still fairly young. Well, you are still fairly young going into your draft year, but how did that really feel for you? Like, was it more of a confidence booster? Yeah, it was definitely a confidence booster. Um, it was my first year in the league as a major midget player. So, um, you know, I, like I said before, I think it took some time to get used to, coming from Bantam hockey up to, you know, major midgets. So um, it was definitely a confidence booster. And, um, you know, I think, you know, that confidence kind of grew as, you know, I got invited to play a few games as a, as an underager in the WHL. 
What would you say the hardest, di- the dip, the biggest difference between, like, an actual game between Major Midget and WHL is? Definitely, um, you know, the skill level and the speed. I mean, all those guys are great players in the WHL, and they're there for a reason. So, um, definitely, when I came up and you know played this past season and the year, you know, this year before as a 15 year old, I definitely probably say you know the speed and the skill was you know at another level. And what's one thing, like, because you're returning to play fairly soon. So is there any precautions that you have been beginning to take? Like, are you, do you know if you're going to have to be tested every, before every game or how, do you know how the, any of that's going to work? Um, they haven't really, you know, spoke to us too much. Um, I know we have a team Zoom call coming up tomorrow night um, regarding us coming back to play starting January 8th. So I think, you know, as of right now, we don't really know too much, but I think by tomorrow night we'll have a good, good, uh, you know, a good idea and, you know, more details on, um, you know, what's to come. And are you one of those guys who's okay with having to wear the mask in exchange for being able to play, even if that means no fans? Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I'm fine with, uh, you know, wearing, you know, the mask. I mean, um, I mean, I'm not not a, a huge fan of having no fans in the rink, but uh, if that's what it takes for us to start playing again, then uh, I'm all for it, and I just want to get back to playing and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, continue continue what you know what we had going last season. All right, and do you feel like you you seem like the kind of guy who would like feed off the fans very well? Is that kind of true there? Yeah, definitely. I mean. The fans are a big part of the game, and uh, you know, without them in the rink, it's it's uh, definitely a different atmosphere. And um, you know, I really like playing in front of fans, and uh, you know, just the whole atmosphere itself is uh, you know pretty cool. And um, yeah, I think I think I'm definitely a guy that you know can feed off the fans and their energy. And this this may seem like a weird question, but have you had any bad experiences with a fan? Um, never. No, not, uh, not once. I mean, all the fans that have came up to me and talked to me have been nothing but, uh, you know, positive and, uh, you know, very supportive of, of my game. So, um, for now I haven't had any negative experiences with a fan at all. So, uh, it's been good. And I'm assuming you're in a public school or are you in a private school? I actually used to attend a private school, um, when I was younger, I used to attend a Catholic school. But uh, now with playing okay. for the Blazers, we are sent to a public school. And um, all the guys that are still in school that play for the Blazers have to go there. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good, though. Do you ever get, like, do a lot of the kids there, like, know you very well? And do you get recognized a lot or stopped in the hallway or anything like that? Um, I think last year there was a little bit more of that, um, just being my first year at Valley View. Um, Valley View Secondary School uh, in town here. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, some of the kids would, you know, stop and talk to me about it and, you know, congratulate me on certain certain things. So, um, definitely last year, I haven't found that as much this season just because of, mm-hmm. um, you know, being my second year and the kids knowing me a bit. So, um, I think last year was definitely, you know, where I noticed it the most. And is there anything you dislike about going to public school 
versus going to like a private school? Um, not at all. I mean, I think, you know, the public school system, um, is definitely a lot different than, you know, the private school system. Uh, public schools obviously have, um, you know, probably 10 times as many kids or, you know, close to that. So, yeah. Um, you know, by going to a private school, you kind of knew everybody in your class and there was only a certain number of classes. So it was a pretty, pretty small school, but, uh, you know, it was more of a community feeling, but, you know, with a public school, you know, I find, you know, I have lots of friends there and, um, you know, I think they're a lot more, you know, flexible with, you know, me being a blazer and being away on road trips and stuff. So it's been, it's been good though. I like both, you know, the private and public school systems. Mm -hmm. Have you talked to any NHL teams about like interviews or is that kind of forbidden right now? Uh, I think right now, you know, I haven't really, you know, had much reach out from any of those teams just because, you know, the 2020 draft just recently happened. So I think we'll give it a bit on, you know, until it'll start, um, you know, probably interviewing guys for, you know, the 2021 draft. So. And what was one thing you'd say to your 12 year old self? If you could go back, what's one thing you'd say? Um, probably the biggest thing is, uh, I know it doesn't need work, but probably just, you know, stay humble and you know, stay focused. Um, that's probably the, you know, the biggest thing to, you know, any, any kid is, you know, to stay on track. Um, it's definitely, you know, stay humble and stay focused because, um, you know, things, things take time to pan out and, you need, you know, you need to have patience. So um, it's probably the biggest thing, you know, biggest piece of advice I have for, you know, any, any young player. And do you have a pregame meal? Um, yes, I, it, it switches every once in a while, but uh, rice and chicken or rice and fish with some steamed vegetables. Oh, okay. So you get a lot of that, uh, protein then. Yeah. Protein and carbs is definitely, uh, in that meal. <laughs> and you said you got into hockey at a young age. Were you like, before you like when, how old were you when you first started actually skating? Even like doesn't even matter where you were skating. Um, I think I was around the age of three or four. I started skating and then, um, you know, my dad, my dad put me in, you know, put me on, on skates and, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. And then, you know, he put me into the minor hockey sessions and the programs and, um, you know, I kind of went through initiation and Adam and, you know, the age groups and, I just kind of blossomed from there, and I love the game. And, um, yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely a young start for me. Um, you know, started skating at, you know, the age of three. So, um, you know, I think I kind of had a head start on some of the other kids, but uh, it definitely paid off. And if you could go back and change anything about your game, what would you do if you'd do anything? Um, if I could change one thing, it would probably be my hands or definitely my size. I mean, size is uncontrollable. You know, you can't control that, but, uh, definitely, you know, I think my hands need some work and then, um, I'd obviously like to, you know, be a little bit bigger, bigger guy, obviously. Um, I mean, size isn't, isn't everything in, in, you know, the game of hockey, but uh, it definitely helps being a bigger guy. Have you found that you've kind of struggled with uh, playing different places with your height? 
Has that been a struggle uh, for you? As of yet, no. I don't think, you know, height's been a problem at all. Um, you know, I like to, I like to play the game with uh, with no fear. So, um, you know, I like to just go out there and play my game and, you know, not be too worried about, uh, you know, other guys on the team that, you know, are bigger guys or, you know, more physical than I am. So, um, no, I don't think that's had an effect as of yet. And, uh, you know, hopefully it continues that way. All right. And since, no, that's not the one. Sorry. What was your favorite hockey memory as a kid? Uh, my favorite hockey memory? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've been to lots of tournaments and uh, had lots of, you know, awesome experiences over the years. But uh, one that really stood out to me was um, probably the WSI tournament in Philadelphia a couple of years back. Um, that was my WHL Bantam draft year. And um, we kind of put together a Western Western Canada team that uh, went to Philadelphia and played against uh, Russian teams and Swedish teams and, you know, American teams. So that was a pretty, you know, fun experience. Uh, we ended up losing in the semifinals, but uh, I think it was, there was 32 teams there. So, you know, being in the top four teams was, uh, you know, pretty cool. All right, and you wear number eleven, yeah. correct? Is there any specific reason you wear that number? Um, yeah, actually, my cousin, um, who used to play junior A hockey for the Merritt Centennials, and then ended up getting a scholarship to uh, play at Robert Morris University down in Pennsylvania. He actually wore number eleven for his career, so um, he's a bit older than me now. But um, you know, I I grew up watching him play, so um, I always liked, you know his game and uh you know i always looked up to him as a kid so you know with him wearing number 11 i always wanted to wear that number and it's kind of you know stuck with me um till now what next question what's a typical day like as an athlete in school and is it tough to balance school and hockey um i mean every day switches but um i know last year while the league was on um we'd have two classes in the morning and then a break and then another class. And then it'd be lunchtime. And during lunchtime, we would leave to the rink and we would go practice and have a workout. And then after that, um, we'd go home. And um, since we missed the last block of the day or the last class, we'd get the homework from our teacher before we left for practice and we do that after practice in our workout at nighttime and do that. But, um, that was usually what the day looked like. Um, I mean, we almost practiced basically every day. So, um, you know, we missed quite a bit of school, you know, school time and classes, but, uh, it was never a problem for me. And what kind of gear do you wear? Like what brand or and what do you think of that set brand? Um, I kind of use a mix of um, a couple different brands. I know the WHL is sponsored by CCM, so I wear all CCM undergear, and it's really comfortable, so I like it a lot. And then our team is also sponsored by CCM, so we use CCM sticks. But uh, for skates, we're allowed to use whatever skates we want, and I've always been a Bauer Vapor guy. So as of right now, I think I'm using Bauer 2X skates. So um, they're really comfortable. And, uh, you know, I recommend um, 
you know, using those skates definitely. And, uh, you know, the stick is really, really awesome as well. So um, both brands are, you know, really good. And do you play any of the NHL video games by chance? Um, I did a little bit over, you know, during COVID there. But uh, as of right now, I'm pretty busy with training and being back in school. So uh, I don't think I've touched uh, my video games within, you know, the past two or, two or three months. So, yeah, been pretty busy. So when you did play the video games, did you ever go in there as yourself and you just love seeing yourself there every time you open up or – as another question following on do you get money from a game company like that since you're in the game um no i actually didn't um you know play as myself i know a few of my buddies that came over you know wanted to play as me so i think they ended up using the countless blazers and put me in the lineup but uh yeah i think it was you know it's pretty cool seeing yourself you know in the video game i mean not every kid you know has that opportunity but uh it was pretty pretty cool, I guess. And uh, to answer your second question, no, we don't get paid. Okay. And they sell jerseys, like Blazers jerseys, probably with your name on it, I assume. But you probably don't get paid no, for that either. No, I do not. Um, they just sell okay. those jerseys at the corner store, or either I think you can order them online. So, but uh, yeah, no, I don't get paid for that either. Okay. And have you, have you had any chance to get any brand deals or have you ever thought about going into endorsements? Um, yeah, I know True Hockey has reached out to me, um, you know, to try out their gear, which which I did. But as of right now, I think I'm just going to stick with what I use. But, uh, you know, it's really cool for them to reach out to me and I appreciate that. And then also last season, um, Upper Deck Hockey Cards reached out and uh, – um, sent me um, a bunch of uh, stickers to sign, basically, and put my signature on. So, um, you know, I think I signed close to 400 uh, stickers and sent them back to them. So, um, I mean, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool experience as well. Because, I mean, growing up, I always traded hockey cards and collected hockey cards, and Opera Deck was one of the best brands. So, uh, having them reach out to me was pretty you know, pretty surreal. And do you use, you use stick tape on the yeah, end of your yeah, stick? Yeah, I use black tape. All right. And have you ever thought about maybe switching to butt ends or have they maybe reached out to you? Cause I know they've, well, they came on, the guy came on the show once and he was talking about it a lot, but I was just wondering if you ever thought about using it. Or no, I've never used, used butt ends before, but um, I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool to try it out, but uh, no, they haven't reached out to me yet. Okay. Do you have any embarrassing hockey moments? Um, as of right now, I don't think I have anything too embarrassing. Um, I mean, there's been a few times where, you know, I've made stupid plays and it ended up in the back of my net, but I wouldn't say it was too embarrassing. If anything, it was more frustrating and disappointing. But um, no, nothing, nothing really embarrassing that I can think of. And is there anyone on your team that you kind of like, since you're one of the younger guys, you're probably not considered like a leader in the dressing room. Correct me if I'm wrong, but have, were you, did you feel like very like connected with the team when you first got uh, there? At first, I think it was a little bit of a, you know, a struggle to connect with some of the guys, especially being, 
you know, a 16 year old and, you know, the oldest guys on the team were 20, 20, 21 years old. So um, I think at first it took a little bit to, you know, get used to, you know, playing with that age gap and, uh, you know, being a younger guy on, younger guy on the team. But, um, you know, a few weeks into the season, you know, I really got to know the guys well and, you know, they're all great guys and supportive and, um, you know, our leadership group did a great job of including everybody. And, uh, you know, I think it really paid, paid off and, you know, it showed on, onto the ice and, you know, that's, you know, I think one of the reasons why we had, you know, such good success as a team. All right. And last question here. It's getting closer and closer to the draft. Do you do you know if the draft will be held virtually or are you hoping that it, you can actually be in the building at um, that time? I mean, ideally, I'd love to be in the building. But uh, if it's virtual again, um, I mean, that's great too. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather have it in the building. But uh, if not, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Have a great week, and I'll see you next week.